Hi everybody, my name is Landon Arenas. Thanks for listening to episode 134 of the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Welcome to the Vortex Apologetic, where substance reigns over mindless entertainment. Because biblical truth matters in a profound, timely, and urgent way in a lost and dying world. And now, introducing your humble servants in Jesus Christ, Ricardo, a.k.a. B. Arenas, and Jeff, the Brain, Claiborne. Father, thank you for this time that we could spend on this podcast after another week of eventful things happening in the news, and it seems like every day we wake up and... There's something new about the election, the audits, something new going on on the border, something new going on around the world that uh, is affecting uh, everyone's lives, especially with the, the COVID-19, the injections and all of that. Uh, Father, we just pray that we continue to learn to trust you through these days that uh, are, can be really confusing. For a lot of people and very uh, difficult for many people and uh, going through hard times and I just pray Father that you'd comfort them and strengthen them and help us to be the comfort that we need to be and uh, the good source of information and uh, a sense of relief uh, a sense of positive outlook for the future because we do have a positive outlook for the future we believe that what you gave us in the scriptures concerning the strength of your kingdom growing over time overcomes the current events of the day. And so help us to walk in truth and in confidence and in faith. Thank you, Father. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Great start, my brother. How are you? What's that? I say great start. How Thank- are you? Oh good. Oh, how am I? I'm I'm well, thank you. Good. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'm well. So busy week this week. Yes. Yes. Of, when is it not as busy week, right? It's, well, so, it's busy. well, it's busy for everybody. I think yeah. I I have a extra work day, mandatory work day I got to do for tomorrow. So uh, makes it kind of a long week, but uh, I'm coming up on the end soon, folks. I will be full-time doing podcasts and videos and writing because my final retirement date will be July 2nd. July 2nd, right? Perfect, right before uh, Independence Day. Right before Independence Day. And I guess who's coming in on July the 8th? Who's coming in July the 8th? Who's coming in July? Who's coming in July? Nobody are well unless our audience knows them. Nobody. Yeah, true. Yeah, Uh, that would be your daughter, your son-in-law, and your girls. Yeah, my grand grand girls. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. They're all coming in for a visit. That's gonna be some great time for you. Yeah, perfect timing too, huh? Retirement right before they get here. That's awesome, brother. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And they're going to spend a week or two here. And then uh, after that, we begin our trek toward North Carolina. North Carolina to the Carolinas, huh? Yeah, got to sell. Got to get this house ready to sell it and then off to North Carolina. So, Man, bro, that's going to be here. So stand by, somewhere. North Carolina. A whirlwind's coming. Uh oh. Uh oh. Guess what, folks? That doesn't mean the end. This just means the uh, Vortex Apologetic is, is expanding on its territory. This is the end times. The Vortex is coming to the Carolinas. This is the end times <laughs> for California. Woo! Because I'm ending the times I'm spending in California. <laughs> Brain, brain a, lot, a, lot, a lot of people are ending it in California. <laughs> Seems like there's a... But we're not too far behind, trust me. But they me. say there's a mass exodus from California. They are not kidding, No, they? they're not kidding. I mean, we, got, we know people. People that yeah. are packing up and leaving, you know, yep. it's like, oh my goodness. I mean, you go to church and they're like, "Are you leaving too?" <laughs> Everybody's just wondering who's next. Who's, who's, who's leaving next? next? Yeah. yeah, no, that is yeah. true. And I've had a number of people walk up and say, "Yeah, we're thinking about going ourselves." <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh yeah, my it's goodness, true. is anybody going to be left? It's uh, you know? yeah, no, it's true. Just I think. pick up and move the whole church. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's happening, anyway. man. It's uh, we're running away from California. We yep. had it with California. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of good people in California. There yeah. really is. Yeah, uh, it's not that the people don't have fa- family values, are not conservative, and so forth. There's a, millions upon millions of people that have family values and mm-hmm. are conservative in California. The problem with California is that the globalists have been stealing elections since probably 20 years, at least 20 years, they've been stealing elections. Since Reagan left office. Yeah. Since Reagan was governor, you know, he was probably the last legitimate government, governor that was actually elected to office, mm. if, you, if you think about it. Sure. Because, no, you know, the, the deep state, the globalists, they're not going to help Reagan. They didn't help him. But there, shortly thereafter, things started going south. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just been downhill since then. Um, so, but Newsom still has recall, don't he? Oh, he's still got a recall. He's still got a recall. And speaking of uh, recalls, guess who I don't think ever left? Um, let, me, let me see. I'm trying to think here. You know, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful the way the world is. You know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Some guy that does some weird thing with his hands and... A lot of mannerisms. And I would say that that is a very good, that's wonderful, really good, really, really good analysis there, Beef. <laughs> uh, you're not fired. <laughs> Guess what? You're fired. You do a better Trump than I do. <laughs> so anyway, well, here that, we go. The Trumpster, huh? Yeah. Talking about the Trump. You know how man. I know this? How do you know this, bro? A retirement ceremony for a soldier. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What did he do now? He's going to get himself in trouble again, oh, You want to find sure. out? Huh? You want to find out? You Let's have the look. evidence. I got evidence. Oh, pff, bro. There we go. Let's get into it. There we go. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king ho- king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. <laughs> Trump 
Mr. President. That sounds prophetic. Don't tell anybody. They won't believe you. Oh, man. The whole thing's been a charade. And we all know it. I've known it the whole time. But if you say anything without a little bit of proof, you know, you know how that goes. They want to put you in a loony bin. No, I don't like those rubber rooms and those straight jackets. They're, they're just not very comfortable. Let's bring you to boom and get with it because I don't have a whole lot of time on this and we got a lot to cover. Oh, what a news day. Oh, oh wow. That was a weird one. Boombox has been acting up lately. Well, anyway, Trump's still signing letters of appreciation for the retiring soldiers. Check this out. Folks, now I'm going to have to bleep at a certain point with my mouth, but check this out. Hey, TikTok, what's going on? So as you can see, I'm in my uniform, and I just got done attending a retirement ceremony for a guy I worked with for a number of years. Um, this gentleman just received a letter of appreciation signed by the United States President. Donald J. Trump. I shit you, that's exactly what it said on the citation. They read the letter of appreciation, and it said, Signed, President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. I don't know what the hell's going on. I've attended literally dozens of retirement ceremonies, and those that receive a letter of appreciation is always signed by the current president. I'm not trying to add fuel to any conspiracy fire. I'm just telling you what I witnessed firsthand. There were a number of people there, everyone, when that was read out loud, were looking around as confused as I am. If it is what it is, that's awesome. Well, what it is, is that he's the president of the Republic of America, which he never stopped being. The corporation's dying, folks. Mm. Have mm -hmm. we not been saying that, brother? You know, I think uh, we mentioned that uh, a few times, right? Yeah, we've talked about the corporation versus the republic. Yep. And uh, why would Trump, six months after the inauguration, still be signing letters of appreciation for retiring soldiers? <laughs> exactly. And let's, let's paint a scenario, at the very least. Okay, we'll give the current administration the benefit of the doubt that... They don't really know that Biden is a president, so <laughs> or well, whoever this. whoever generates those letters did not realize that it's they still have President Trump as president. I don't know. I'm just trying. I to will <laughs> tell you how conditioned watching TV, uh, the mainstream media, how uh -huh. conditioned they have, um, how conditioned some people's minds are. Mm. From watching TV, watching the mainstream media. I'll get that sentence right eventually. But this is how conditioned, how mind-controlled, how manipulated people's minds are. Yeah. This is the one I got. Well, you know, they just haven't switched things over yet. It's, you know, it's the government is it's really slow. And they just haven't switched the letterhead and everything over yet to, to uh, Biden yet. And you know what? <laughs> I, I, I'll, 
I buy that a little bit, and the reason is, is the reason why. Mm-hmm. I work for the government, you know that. Uh, right, right. When mm-hmm. Trump became president in 2016, mm-hmm. usually, you know, every federal building, federal office, whatever structure, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, they have a picture of the president and the vice president, mm-hmm. right, near their flag or mm-hmm. whatever, or in the lobby, mm-hmm. in the back area where the employees are. I'm not kidding you. They took down the old president's picture, but it literally took almost a year and a half before we got Trump's picture up there. <laughs> well, you also have to realize when it came to Trump, they didn't like him. No. And you know what the excuse we kept getting? Yeah. Oh, it's their new administration has just not been able to pick the picture they want. Now, Does Trump seem like a type of uh, person going to care how he looks in a picture? <laughs> he, he seems like the type of person that would have that taken care of the next day. Yeah. They had the pictures. They just didn't want to put them up. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what and here's the And here's the other thing. Because you remember how shocked they were after Hillary lost. Oh, yeah. And probably most people in your office were supporting Hillary. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why that was. But here's the other thing. I was military, right? Uh Uh-huh. Military doesn't make those kind of mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. The military does not make those kind of mistakes. And you don't walk a letter of appreciation for a soldier all the way up to the former president Mm -hmm. to sign. Mm Mm-hmm. It has to go to the current president. We're not talking about a form letter with a stamp. Right. We're talking about, this is a retirement ceremony for military. Yeah. We're talking about an actual hand signature. Right. It's amazing. For that soldier. (laughs) Yeah. Signed Donald J. Trump, president of the United States. Not former president. Right. Which would be real easy to fix. How long yeah. does it take to put the word former in front of president? Exactly. And you can just reprint that letter right then and then. Yeah. And have them sign it again. Yeah. <laughs> so the government moving slow don't fly with me. Yeah, no. Yeah. Especially, in, like yeah. you said, in the military. Right, military. Federal right. civilians, you know, or fiddle, civilians, federal civilian yeah, work. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. But military, yeah, yeah so. Military is not going to make that mistake. Military is going to be snapping on it. Yeah. You know, but yeah. yeah, right away, you know, after a year or so, I was like, they just, they just like this guy. They don't want him up there. They don't want the federal buildings to reflect his face because they don't hate him. They don't like him. They don't like him. No, they're mad. Yeah. They were mad that he wanted Hillary didn't. Yep, big uh, time. And we all know big that time because you know the election was fixed. Yeah, Hillary yeah. was supposed to win. That's right. That's right. It was fixed. It didn't work the first time, huh? <laughs> and they still, today, still today can't figure out how she lost. Yeah. Yeah. That, they still don't was, know how she lost. That was amazing to, to have. Because they fixed that election and it didn't work. And they're not trying, they don't know. But, well, you know what? You can't pick a fight with God and win. God can, <laughs> God can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yep. You know, You're if not God wanted Trump to be president, he was going to be president. Good stuff, That's my brother. That's uh, mm-hmm. it's things that make you go, hmm. Well, since we're on the uh, Trumpster uh, roller coaster here, guess what? What's that? So you remember that infamous picture 
dating back to what was it? It was around this time, June, I think, 2020, mm-hmm. where uh, President Trump stood in front of the uh, church right across the street, I believe, from the White House, and yes. he was holding a Bible. Yes. During the riots, right. remember that? Yep. There was a big fuzz about that. Yep. So, story came out of a report that was done. Here, I'll just read a little bit of it. I don't want to get your take on this. Trump's Bible photo op, not the reason why police clear protesters out of D.C. Park, government report. President Donald Trump's controversial photo shoot of him holding a Bible outside of a church near the White House in Washington, D.C. was not tied to the police clearing of Lafayette Park outside the White House earlier in the day, according to a new federal government report. The Office of Inspector General of the United States Department of Interior released a report Wednesday titled Reviews of U.S. Park Police Actions at Lafayette Park. On June 1st, 2020, the U.S. Park Police and National Guard dispersed protesters who had gathered in Lafayette Park following the death of George Floyd, an incident in which police in riot gear used chemical irritants. Minutes after the clearing operation, then-President Trump walked over to St. John's Episcopal Church for a photo shoot at the church that had been damaged by protesters the day before. The report concluded that the police had the authority and discretion to clear Lafayette Park and the surrounding areas on June 1st, and that, contrary to previous claims, there was no link between the dispersal of demonstrators and the Trump photo. The evidence we obtained did not support a finding that the USPP cleared the park to allow the president to survey the damage and walk to St. John's Episcopal Church, stated the report. Instead, the evidence we reviewed showed that the USPP cleared the park to allow the contractor to safely install the anti-scale fencing in response to destruction of property and injury to officers occurring on May 30th and 31st. The report stated that the police had already planned to disperse before they learned of Trump's plan to walk over to the church. Further, the evidence showed that the USPP did not know that about the president's potential movement until mid to late afternoon on June 1st, hours after it had begun developing its operational plan and the fencing contractor had arrived in the park. Continue the report. I'll stop there. But, wow, bro. <laughs> We're getting, uh, <clears throat> you know, the true findings here of, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot more things that are going to come out that the yeah. media, yeah. the liberal left, yeah. the Democrats accuse the former president, as yeah. they like to call him. Yeah. There are things we were saying a year, year and a half ago that is, are just now starting to come out yeah. in the mainstream media. Yeah. I mean, they call him an opportunist. Mm. Selfish president taking a picture with a Bible in front of a church. What is he trying to say? Oh, he had the police clear the park so that he can go and take a picture. He was saying things God, that people do not know. He was saying God wins. Exactly. Exactly. That's what he was saying. And he was just responding to what had taken place. Right. But these people ran with the story that no. They use the police so that he can make room so everything is safely, so he can go post for a picture. These are bitter, <laughs> nasty, lying people writing these articles that that were attacking him, attacking his administration. 
Because really, they weren't attacking him. They were attacking us. Yeah. They were attacking the American people. Because they were, they, you know, they mm-hmm. don't, they didn't like the American people that voted for Trump. Yeah. Now, remember, they wanted to go after those people after they thought he was out of office. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he ever left. But <laughs> call call me conspiracy theorist if you want. By the way, the term conspiracy, you know where the term conspiracy theory comes from? Uh, tell me, brother. From the CIA. Yeah, it is. It started with the CIA. That's right. Right. And get, what were they referencing uh, oh, man. when they came up with that term? This is, the term conspiracy theory... I can't remember, but tell me. It's a PSYOP term. Yeah, And it yeah. was the Warren Report. Okay, that's the, right. After the Kennedy assassination. That's right. Yeah, and, that's right. and uh, people were saying, well, this doesn't look right, what's in the Warren Report. We don't think it's correct. And uh, the CIA came up with the term conspiracy theory to discredit people mm. using what's called ad hominem in logic. And ad hominem is just basically attack the person rather than attacking the message. Right. Right. And so they attacked the people, and that worked. Well, these are just conspiracy theories. It's it, theorists. You can just dismiss them. Mm-hmm. Don't look at the evidence they're presenting. No, nothing to see here. They're just conspiracy theorists. Yeah, Don't, right. You know, don't look at what they're showing you because, you know, you can just ignore them because they're conspiracy theorists. Right, right. Right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it worked for, to an extent. I mean, there are still people today that are attacking the Warren Commission and its report saying that's not correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and more and more people are believing now that it's not correct. And uh, there are things that we were saying a couple of years ago in this podcast. Yeah that are now coming out on mainstream media that would have been considered conspiracy theory two years ago, but now, all of a sudden, we're being vindicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the whole point is, don't let uh, these PSYOP people, the people who are good at PSYOP, good at uh, people, advertisers are really good at this because they know yeah. how to manipulate people to go buy the product, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're manipulating the mind of people to go buy the product. Right. And um, so don't let people manipulate your mind so easily, folks, uh, with ad hominem attacks, with little terms like conspiracy theorists and things like that. Um, you got to cut through all of that smoke and mirrors, and you've got to say, you know what, I'm not going to be a part of the dumbed down masses anymore I'm going to stand up and be an individual uh, that has a mind of his own or her own and I am going to do my own research and come to my own conclusions and I'm not going to let my research or my conclusions be dictated to me Mm. by politicians the news media uh, agencies of the government or anybody else yeah, you know, and we when we stand up and we become the pioneers that we were in the 1800s that settled the West. Yeah, we change this nation overnight, and people are starting to do that. They're standing up, and they're fighting at the their school board level, and they're fighting at their local city councils and their local uh, county commissions, mm-hmm. and they're 
they're going in and they're they're going toe to toe with these politicians and these elected uh, school board members and these teachers unions and the parents are they're raising cane right now and yeah. saying you know what they're not your kids they're that our kids true. you know you don't own them and you don't dictate to us what's going to be the curriculum you don't dictate to us what is to be taught to our kids no mm-hmm. that's the other way around we yeah. dictate to you and uh, you're seeing this all over the country now where people are staying up and fighting. Yeah, and for sure. And that's good. And that's, that's what had to happen. It had to begin at the local level Yeah. And, and work its way up. And I was saying that how long ago, brother? A few years back. <laughs> yeah, a few years back. I was few saying years back. It's got to be yeah. at the local level. We've got to fight, and then it, it, it will trickle up yeah. to the higher levels. We always want to try to win the presidency, and uh, well, well, we won the president. We won a big victory. No, you, no, yeah. we didn't. How many presidents did did one that you voted for, folks? And it didn't change a doggone thing. Yeah, that is true. You got to have good sheriffs. You got to have good school boards. You got to have good county supervisors. You got to have good city councils and mayors. You got that. The local magistrates, you can run the country. Mm, mm -hmm. And you can fight back against Washington. You can fight back against your state governors. Because, you know, we've we've seen it. We've seen where localities, local local, uh, politicians, as they band together, Mm -hmm. have been able to defeat governors and be able to, to to defeat presidents. Yeah. You know, movements that have complete... Look at the civil rights movement. What did it start out as? I know. Right? Mm-hmm. Rosa Parks in the bus. Exactly. And then it, it just blew up from there. All it takes is one person to stand up and a lot of people to follow. And then you begin to develop more leaders from there, and it just snowballs. and It becomes a big movement. And we're seeing a movement right now across the country. That's why I have hope for the country. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as Christians, we are hopeful. We are secured in Christ. We, and even when it gets rough, mm-hmm. rougher or it gets worse, we still have our hope in Christ. It doesn't matter. I mean, we, we believe in God, the sovereign God, that is sovereign over all things. Right. What's the worry, right? Right. We just be, be, we continue to be faithful to him. That's, we got to be faithful to our Lord and... Yes. Good stuff, my brother. Hey, we're, we're hitting some news, so, you know, we want to get that out of the way with, uh, is it a former president or is it the current president? Huh. That's that's the mystery of it all, right? Yeah. And, and <laughs> but that, that was interesting that that came out in the midst of, uh, you know, we have the courts in Mesa, Arizona, and, you know, some of the other places already coming out with uh, the report saying, yeah, there was... There was fraud. There was fraud involved here. Easily. So... Are more things going to be coming out to the point that we will see nine states something happening? Nine states showed up today in Arizona to to learn how to do their audit. You think they will allow all these reports finally admit them into the Supreme Court? And no, no, it's not going to be up to the courts. So, so we'll tell us. So at this point, it's going to be up to the legislatures. So you think? Do you see legislature making a reversal? Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. All, you, all okay. you need is three states to fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
You get Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, for example. The three that are that the uh, yeah that came out the red right. report. So. and mm-hmm. and th- those three fall, it's over. Hmm. Biden drops below two two seventy to decertify the election, and uh, it's an easy path to Trump walking back into office, and and then they're well on their way to doing it. Yeah, and you know, and the thing is, is that uh, that's the grassroots effort. Yeah. That's the people rising up and saying, we're sick of this crap. We're not putting up with this anymore. We're sick of corrupt, dishonest politicians. And we don't care if they're Republicans or Democrats. If you're corrupt and you're dishonest, we don't want you in office. Get out of there. We want people... Let me... I'm going to bring this up. My mind is going a hundred different directions right now, but I do want to bring this up. Here's an example of the, uh, the problem that we've had in this country... Ever since I was born and raised, and you know, it's been 60 years for me, almost 61 years coming yeah. up in July. Yeah. When you go to a school board meeting or a city council meeting or something of that sort, mm-hmm. the elected politicians are always sitting on raised platforms behind big, huge desks with fancy chairs looking down on the audience or looking down on the people. Yeah. The people, when they go up to speak, they have to go to a podium, they're limited on time, and they're speaking, looking up at the elected politicians. Now, the visual psychological effect of that, the optic of that, is we are higher than you, you should be intimidated by us, Right. we are more powerful uh, and when you come to speak, uh, you better say the right words and do it the right way or we are going to make an issue, mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, so the question to the politicians is, if you're really for the people, why don't you rip those podiums down or those raised up desks that they sit behind down, just rip them apart, Come over, come down and sit among the people. Maybe uh, a, everybody sit in a circle. And say, okay, the, from 7 to 8, the first hour of this meeting, open discussion. Anybody can talk during that hour. And we have a two-way conversation. And, you, and the citizens can bring up whatever they want to bring up. Right. And we, we discuss it. Maybe we can try to resolve it among each other mm-hmm. as equals. Yeah. Not we, the elected officials, your rulers over you, looking down our nose at you like a modern-day Pharisee. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? I've noticed this. I used to have to... One of my assignments as a cop was to protect an elected board of trustees. Mm. Okay? Uh, during meetings like that. And I've always noticed that, that there is a, a gap between the elected officials and the, the people attending the meeting. Yeah, right. And I've noticed that uh, it, it's a us versus them type of setting, right? Yeah. It genders the us versus them type of deal. And the, the us that are up on the platform, we have the advantage psychologically because, you know, yeah. it's, it's almost like you're looking at a court of law, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. Like a tribunal, right? Right. right. I mean, they, they design it that way on purpose because of the psychological effect. Mm-hmm. 
And so my message to school boards and county supervisors and city councils and mayors all over, and whatever they have at the county level, all yeah. over the country, rip those things down, sit among the people, yeah. and actually become servants of the people. And guess what? The people will love you. Yeah. Even if they don't agree with you, they'll love you because you're treating them as equals. Yeah. And you're actually listening to them. Mm. And you're actually mm. having open discussion. Right. And you're actually able to disagree in a way that uh, where you're reflecting and thinking about, well, you know, I disagree, but I, you know, I'm listening to what you're having to say and you're making good points. <clears throat> right. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's making me think, you know, type of thing. And that can be on both sides. And uh, we have this problem we have to solve, and maybe the elected officials, along with the citizenry that is at the meeting, can sit down and uh, try to come up with a solution, right? Right. More more heads are better than than one, right? Right. I mean, more minds working together are better than just one or two Mm -hmm. uh, trying to resolve things, right? Because we... We spark off of each other. Yeah. Somebody that's says true. something and an idea pops into my head and I go, oh, wow, I didn't think about that. And that makes me think of this. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how we should run our loca- local uh, governments. Yeah. That's how it should be done. Is it done that way? No. No. And, and so that tells me that the entire system mm-hmm. of how ele- our elected officials are running things is completely off. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, bro. Good stuff. I love it. Well, let's continue on here with uh, some more news. All right. I did tell you we have some things to cover, right? <coughs> yeah. Let's go to our beloved Dr. Anthony Fauci. Ah, so we are gathered here, beloved. <laughs> oh no, not that kind of. Uh, oh, okay. uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Not yet. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Jared Garrett, so. Je- Greg Jared. I don't know. I get. Anyway, he's uh, affiliated with Fox News. He says Dr. Anthony Fauci should be criminally investigated. Yeah. Let's see. Get your thoughts right here. A criminal investigation should be opened into whether Dr. Anthony Fauci lied to Congress when he denied that his agency helped fund dangerous experiments in a Wuhan laboratory that might have caused the CCP-19 pandemic that killed more than 3.5 million people worldwide. Fauci is a medical advisor to the president and director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, an agency within the National Institutes of Health, he insisted repeatedly during the, his Senate testimony on May 11, 2021, that the roughly 600000 in taxpayer money that the NIH funneled through a third party to the Wuhan Institute of uh, Virology, Virology, Virology. In, China, in China was never used to support risky experiments called gain-of-function research to genetically enhance the, pathog- the pathogenic power of bat coronaviruses that human that infect humans. Sorry, right. the NIH has not ever and does not f- now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute. He told a disbelieving Senator Rand Paul. Afterward, Senator Paul declared that Fauci had lied. That was before. 
BuzzFeed News reveal a throve of Fauci's emails through a Freedom of Information Act request. The communications cast doubt on Fauci's veracity during the Senate hearing. Upon reading them, Senator Paul doubled down on his accusation by stating Fauci has been lying. The newly Unearthed emails show that Fauci has, was warned at the outset of the pandemic in late January 2020 that the COVID-19 virus contained unusual features that potentially look engineered inside a laboratory. Hmm. Unique genetic sequences not found in nature indicated that scientists might have manipulated cells to make the virus more virulent and contagious such gain-of-function experiments could have transformed the virus into a lethal superbug that then escaped from the lab and ravaged the world. Hmm, what do you think, my brother? Should uh, Fauci be investigated for his actions? He'd be tried and convicted. I agree. He's been lying for a very, very, very long time. and they Trump, even Trump, told him he was lying. Yes. To his face. Yes. Yeah, Trump knows. Yeah. Trump was trying to give him an opportunity to do the right thing. Yeah. And turn turn all that around. Yeah. And and begin to do what's right and Fauci missed that opportunity. And uh so he's going down. Yeah. He's a New Yorker, so you know in New York they use the term Wise guys. Gonna, He's one of them wise guys. You know? I'm, I'm going to read you what's coming. <laughs> tell, tell us. Read it out, brother. After World War II, they developed a thing in 1947 called the Nuremberg Code. Mm. Okay. And the people who were brought before the military tribunal and tried in accordance to the Nuremberg Code were the doctors and the nurses and the medical professionals, they were the main ones that were tried and convicted and executed hmm. after World War II for crimes against humanity because they were performing experiments uh, on people in the right. concentration camps like Auschwitz. Yeah, and uh, and murdering these people based, you know, the experiments were causing people to die, and uh, I mean, we know the story of what happened in those concentration camps. So they wrote up the Nuremberg Code in 1947. I'm going to read it. Hmm, okay. There's ten sections. It's not very long, but listen carefully, folks, because as far as I can see. All ten of these codes have been violated mm. by your local health department, by Fauci, and, yep. and others involved with him, and by the medical establishment in general that have been pushing the injection, the experimental injections. Right. Let me ask you, if you've, if you've had the injection, ladies and gentlemen, did anyone sit down and explain to you that it's experimental, it's not required, it's not mandatory, it's experimental, it can't be mandatory, it's illegal to make it mandatory, and that the FDA did not approve it. And the FDA was even advising the employees of the FDA to not take it, mm. 
And that if you have an underlying health issue, like heart disease or something like that, you should yeah. not take it. And if you've already had COVID, which we know the, 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 the tests are false, a lot of them, because yeah. they're, they're testing them to where uh, the, the high levels of, of uh, the numbers that they're putting up around 40, a lot of them. I can't remember what they call it, but mm. there's a certain level that you're supposed to test at to get a more accurate thing. And the test right. was not even designed for what they're using it for. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the original inventor of the test said they're not using it as it's designed. It's mm. not designed to detect the COVID virus. Yeah. So they're picking up dead DNA, dead RNA, and saying, oh, you have COVID. <laughs> and it, 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 the whole thing's a farce. Yeah. But here's what the Nuremberg Code says. Okay. And, and so follow along and see if you can pick out where your local health department has violated this code. Mm-hmm. And could be subject to future, maybe not that far into the future, military tribunals convicted and executed, folks. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dead serious. This is serious stuff. The, vol- the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent. Did you have legal capacity to give consent before they gave you the shot? Or did your work say it was mandatory? And how about the mask? We still don't know the long-term effect of wearing masks for long-term is. Should be so... So it says... uh, this means that the person involved should be should have legal capacity to give consent, should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable him to make an understanding and enlightened decision. This applies to the COVID shots, folks, because they are experimental. Mm. They're performing a, nation, a worldwide experiment on human beings. Yeah. And by the way, every lab animal that was shot up with any of these, these uh, Pfizer, Moderna, PM, uh, or J&J, Johnson, Johnson, AstraZeneca, mm. you name it, they all died. Hmm. As soon as they caught the next bug, it yeah. killed them. I continue. This latter element requires that before the acceptance of an affirmative decision by the experimental subject, which is everyone that has had the shot or everyone hmm. who's been told they should have the shot, there should be made known to him the nature, duration, and purpose of the experiment. Nobody's been told that. And it is an experiment. The method and means by which it is to be conducted, all inconveniences and hazards reasonably to be expected, and the effects upon his health or person which may possibly come from his participation in the experiment. That's number one. Your local health department, folks, has violated this big time. And they're all in danger of being brought before a court and convicted Hmm. and executed. This is, this is, Nuremberg trial, the, the penalty 
is death. The experiment should, uh, I'm sorry, okay, this is number two. The experiment should be such as to yield fruitful results for the good of society, unprocurable by other methods or means of study, and not random and unnecessary in nature. That one's violated because it, the injections are killing people and it's doing nothing to stop the virus. People are still testing positive with COVID. Of course, the tests are not accurate, but they're still testing positive with COVID after having both shots. Number two is violated. Hmm. Number three, the experiment should be so designed and based on the results of animal experimentation and to and, and a knowledge of the natural history of the disease or other problem under study, that the anticipated results will justify the performance of the experiment. Number three is being violated because uh, not all, all of them were... Uh, the, the experiments on animals, if there were any, were not extensive. Hmm. And all the animals died, they should have stopped it right then when they were doing animal experiments. Ferrets, I think, were used in one one of them, and they all died. And oh, uh, the ferrets all died. Great, let's go mm. give it to humans on a mass scale around the globe, <laughs> and give them incentives to take the shot, and tell them if they don't take the shot, they can't travel. That's a violation of the Nuremberg Code, folks. This is serious stuff. If you're not aware of this, time to wake up. Time to stop burying our head in the sand. Because I'm telling you, before the end of this year, I personally believe, based upon what I'm seeing, that we're going to see people get being arrested and drugged before courts. And this is the code that they're going to be tried under. The experiment should be so conducted as to avoid all unnecessary physical and mental suffering and injury. I'm going to jump out of this for just a moment. That was number four. And go here. Health Impact News. 1,295 dead in the United Kingdom following COVID bioweapon shots. Italy halts AstraZeneca shots after teen dies. Government.uk. Or gov.uk. This is the British Empire. or the, I guess they're not an empire anymore. What do you call them? Uh, Britain? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 1,295 dead, 922,596 COVID-19 vaccine injuries, 19 December 2020 to 10 June 2021. Is the code being violated? Oh, you better believe it is. AstraZeneca, 836, I'm sorry, 863 deaths and 717,250 injuries. And we're not talking about some discomfort. We're talking about people hospitalized. We're talking about people with mm. permanent neurological damage because of the shots. Pfizer, BioNTech, 406 deaths, 193, 768 injuries. Moderna, three deaths, and 9,243 injuries. 
Unspecified COVID-19 injections, 22 deaths, and 2,335 injuries. And folks, this is the tip of the iceberg. It's going to increase. If you haven't gotten the shots, don't get them. Suicide is not the means to being getting permission to, to travel. You can't travel if you're dead. That's right. Or permanently injured. All right, let me go back to Nuremberg. Number five. No experiment should be conducted where there is an a priori reason to believe that death or disabling injury will occur, except perhaps in those experiments where the experimental physicians also serve as subjects. Huh. I wonder if that's happening. Yeah. Six. The degree of risk to be taken should never exceed that determined by the humanitarian importance of the problem to be solved by the experiment. Well, and currently the, the, the degree of risk is higher than the problem it's trying to solve. The, the injections are more dangerous than the disease. It's killing more people and injuring more people. Eight, the experiment should be conducted only by scientifically qualified persons. Well, let me ask you a question, folks. Is that nurse injecting that thing into your arm a scientifically qualified person? And are they recording the results of the experiment? Hmm. Oh, boy. This is a mess. This is a really a total mess. The highest degree or skill and care should be required through all stages of the experiment of those who conduct or engage in the experiment. Fifteen minutes they observe after you get to Stratton and send you home. Mm -hmm. And then you end up in the hospital a week later because you've been severely injured. The videos are out there. YouTube censoring them. Facebook is censoring them. Twitter is censoring them. By the way, Twitter got, got shut down by Nigeria. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, the, and, and I'm going to tell you, you executives in those companies, you better uh, get your act together because you can be hauled before a tribunal as well, <laughs> and you can be tried under this code. The experiment should be conducted... Oh, sorry, I read that. Number nine. Number nine. During the course of the experiment, the human subject should be at liberty to bring the experiment to an end if he has reached a physical or mental state where con continuation of the experiment seemed to him to be impossible. How many people are being told by your work, you need to get the shot or you're, be or you're going to be let go? Or you need to get the shot, or you're going to be working in, under different conditions than everyone else. Or how many of you have seen the incentives? Come get your shot and get a chance to win the lottery. They're acting as if this was a normal vaccine. It's not. Nothing's normal right now, folks. Wake up. Turn the... The blah 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 television Beep. off. 
Yeah, long bleep because there's a lot of things I want to. A lot of things I want to call that one-eyed monster. I hate the television. I despise it. I despise cable. It's a bunch of propaganda crap being pushed into our living rooms. Turn it off, folks. Detox your brain. Detox your mind from that garbage. Our war is in spiritual places. Our war is in our mind. We need to turn that crap off and put our, open up our Bibles and start reading our Bibles. And if we're going to get news, let's go to good news sources that are telling the truth, like Health Impact News, like Technocracy, like Speed the Shift, like uh, Epoch Times, like many of the other sources that I use when I'm doing news on, on, on BitChute. By the way, my channel is called C-Files. Number 10. During the course of the experiment, the scientists in charge must be prepared to terminate the experiment at any stage if he has probable cause to believe in the exercise of the good faith, superior skill, and careful judgment required of him that a continuation of the experiment is likely to result in injury, disability, or death to the experimental subject. How many deaths did I just read off? And who's saying, whoa, let's shut this thing down? No, what are they doing? They're pushing it more. Now they want to push it to 12-year-olds. Hmm. Now, they want to, now they're trying to push it to even younger kids than 12-year-olds. They're trying to murder your kids, folks. I'm not mincing my words because these people are killing people with these shots. It's not time to be sweet and nice and all nicey and sweetie and, oh, we got to watch how we talk. No. <laughs> No, we, we need to grab them up by the scruff of the neck and haul them before a tribunal. You sit here, you, you watch the judge as they hold trial. That's what needs to happen, and I think that's going to happen. I think we're going to see military action on this. Mm, yeah. Um, but this, this, is, this is ridiculous. June 11, 2021. Health Impact News censored in the corporate media. Hundreds of medical professionals speak out on Medscape, on Medscape forum warning about dangers of COVID injections. Hundreds of them, folks. And they're being shut down. They're being threatened with losing their jobs. They're being told to shut up. They're being told you know, their, their channels are being shut down. They're being kicked off of Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, you name all the other ones that I don't know what they are. The 20-something-year-olds know them. All the different social networks. These people are, are trying to warn about these injections, hundreds of doctors, and they're all being silenced. Somebody needs to be picked up by the scruff of the neck, brought before a tribunal, and tried. I think Fauci is number one. I'm going to hand it back over to you, folks. Uh, uh, there, Beef. Before I get too worked up, my heart can't. I know, I know, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> folks, um, there you have it. I mean, it cannot be more ridiculous than that. <laughs> so. And where's the pastors? 
Exactly. That's and especially when it comes to the church, where are the pastors? You know, they're there to support the flock, right? Yeah. To protect the flock. Yes. To teach the flock. Yes. What's going on, bro? Where are the pastors? Why don't why don't they put this out to their congregations? As my AC unit kicks on and I see that makes it just as I said that was good timing. Uh, it was good just timing. As I huh? said that. But but where's the pastors? It's um, it amazes me how <clears throat> this day and age pastors will be all about promoting, supporting a politician from the pulpit, bro. I, I mean know. we've seen this. I know. But when it comes to information this important crickets. Exactly. Not a tostada. It's like and, and what I'm saying is they need to be they need to be at the where are the pastors at the school board meetings? Mm-hmm. Where are the pastors at the city council meetings, at the county supervisor meetings? Yep. Where are the pastors in the pulpit saying from a scriptural standpoint saying this is murder? Thou shalt not commit murder. It's one of the commandments. Why aren't they expounding upon that? And then warning their people. No, they're all falling in line with what the health department's telling them. It's almost like you... They're getting to the point where it's like, oh, it's a battle we can't win. Oh, it's a situation we can't really put too much effort into dealing with. Let's just keep ourselves over here in a corner... You know, and that's why we turn everything, I call it Christianese. Oh, let's just become the Christian such and such group. Oh, the Christian so and so. Last time I read my Bible, bro, uh, when Paul was in Rome, was he just in the synagogue? Was he just with the Christians? No. No. He was at the center of. Controversy. <laughs> Controversy. He was he at, fine. He was and he the, was defending. He was preaching repentance. Right. He was preaching, you know, against uh, their, uh, their, the, the, uh, the theology of the Pharisees right. and the Sadducees. He was going in the middle of the synagogues and laying yeah. down. And Mars Hill. Exactly. So why, well, why well, do some he, pastors have the mentality that, oh, you know, let's just stay away from that and just us Christians over here... You know, because they're afraid of running people out of the church. They're afraid of people getting mad at them. They're afraid people are going to leave the church because oh, I don't want them leaving because of politics. That's not what's happening. This is a moral and spiritual battle. This is good versus evil. Amen. Amen. Evil is triumphing because the the pastors are, are afraid to speak up. Mm-hmm. If they leave the church, let them. Thank God for pastors like John MacArthur mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. understand this principle. And mm-hmm. what happened in this church? It grew. Yeah. Why? Because people are waking up. Why do moms, why is it the moms going in and doing battle with these councils? Where's the dads? Where's yeah. the pastors? It's the mama bears going in defending the cubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women are going to save this country. And to to the shame of men, yeah, it should be both men and women working together to save this country. But where are the men? 
I have been hammering... And, and even go further, where are the Christian men? Where's the Christian men? I've been hammering on Christian men, stand up. Christian men, be the man of your house. Christ, defend your family. Fight in your community for what's right. Crickets! Other than a, a small handful that mm -hmm. would come together. Yeah. But other than that, crickets. Yeah. I work hard all day. I did my job. I come home. I turn the news on. Yeah. And I, you know, That's I saturate it. my brain with garbage. Where's my dinner, woman? <laughs> I go to church once an hour, and that's where I get my spiritual food. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm eating junk Monday through Saturday. That's super And in the sports game yeah. in the afternoon after I go to the restaurant yeah, yeah. and eat. Right, right. Folks, that's not Christianity. Yeah. That's just rituals. That's just being ritualistic. That's religion. You, I mean, that's that's a that's dead religion. That is. You brought up a point in regards to, <clears throat> you know, morale, morality, morality. I can't even speak. Morality, morality. Yeah, I have a problem with that too. Yeah. Morality, <laughs> morality. morality. Yeah, yeah. So, as you were talking about that, you know, because uh, people don't want to get involved. You know, pastors don't want to lose congreg congregants or things like that. Right. As we were kind of flipping and finding, I came across this uh, uh, one of these articles that was written, talk about. I, and I, I would like to know, I'm going to read a little bit into this, bro, but I would like to know if there's, what the percentage of that in Christians is. It says, record high, 70%, 70%, brother, of U.S. adults support same-sex marriage. Gallup poll finds. Gallup poll is actually not a bad uh, poll uh, uh, entity, you know. They, they do some reasonable uh, uh, polls. But 70%, I would like to know what percentage of that 70% is people that, you know, claim to be Christians. <laughs> you know, that, I mean, that's to tell you, where's the morality standard? Determined by what's coming out of that one ad monster in the evening when you get home tired from work and you decide you deserve to get, get that garbage fed to your brain. Yeah. You've lost, people have lost the ability to think. They can't think because they're programmed. Right. And they just they just spout out what they're programmed to say because they hear it over and over and over and over and over and over again in the mainstream media yeah. and in sitcoms and in everything that's on. Turn that crap off. Television yeah. is the devil's domain. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm serious. It's because they shove it in your face 24 hours a day. June being uh, so-called Pride Month, right? Oh, well, yeah. not here. It's Humility Month. Yep, exactly. We have declared it Humility Month, folks. Mm -hmm. Deny yourself. Yep. Pick up the cross. Yeah, and check out the next article because I talk about humility in it. That will be released soon, too. Yeah. But uh, no, no Pride Month here. Not not on the C files, not on the the vortex apologetic, whether it be the podcast, the web page, or the blog. There is no Pride Month. It's Humility Month. Humble thyself before the Lord, and He shall lift thee up. Okay, when's the last time you heard that piped across the one-eyed monster television? Yeah. 
Yep. Turn that crap off, detox your brain, and that seventy percent will change over. It'll change over a, a period of time. It takes a while to get your brain reprogrammed after all that programming that they put into you. And if you don't think you're affected by it, think again. How's your spending habits? How high is your credit card bill? They got you by the scruff of the neck, and you don't know it. Yep. You're doing exactly everything they want you to do. Mm-hmm. Crazy, bro. Yeah. So let me give you some numbers, just so you can see, find an idea, and then <clears throat> we'll give a, we we'll give an opinion exactly. Or I mean, we both agree on whose fault it is. But the report it says, which was part of a Gallup's annual values and beliefs poll, revealed that seventy percent of Americans adults. Uh, endorse same-sex marriage, setting a new record in Gallup's trend since 1996. Check this out. Where only a minority of Americans, 26%, we're talking 25 years ago, supported legal marriage between same-sex couples. Right. That's only 25 years, bro. We went from 26% to right. 70% now. Right. Support has continuously grown over the years with over half of Americans supporting same-sex marriage in 2011. 60% in 2015, and then also in 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled over Geffel versus Hodges that same-sex couples should also, uh, couples also had the fundamental right to marry. So, uh, let me scroll through here, just want to know, see if they sue anything about religion, no, the like Democrat support, the support with the Democrats, 73%, which is slightly higher, no, nothing there. But I would, I mean, I would be interested in finding out of that seventy percent, what percentage, could, you know, uh, uh, to be Christians, Christians or who claim or who to be claim Christians. to be Christians. Correct. Because a lot of people claim to be Christian yeah. or not. Now, twenty-five years, brother. We've seen this. Swim. I mean, if you go before that, it probably would have been in the less than ten percent. Uh, but who do we blame that on? Ourselves. Right. But we've also said we put a little bit of the blame on the church. Which is us. We're the church. Right. Because we are allowed the pagan worldview to creep in into to our church over. buildings. Completely take over. Yeah. We've allowed it. We left it open. Yeah. Oh, come as you are. Come as you are. It's okay. You can and be, and, oh, this one, brother. You, and, can be, you can be gay and Christian at the same time. Who who determines what marriage marriage is? Who de- who determines what is a right to marry? Mm-hmm. Where does that where does that come from? Who's the final authority, the final arbiter concerning marriage and the right to marry? Okay, dig that one up, folks. Mm. That's huge. Start doing your homework. Okay, so who makes that determination? The, of course, we know the answer. God does. That's right. But not according to 70% of America. <laughs> and, 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 and so if they're saying God doesn't make that, does not make that determination, because that's what they have to say to support gay marriage. Mm-hmm. They have to say God does not, is not the final authority. Mm-hmm. So okay. If God's not the final authority, who is? Who is? 
Who's who's determining this? Oh no, I don't want to think about that. That's too much to think about. I got to go to bed and go to work tomorrow. <laughs> That's too much for my brain. Yeah, your brain don't have two two uh, brain cells that communicate with each other. Okay, your brain is fried. Hey, but I got to catch my my favorite team on the television. I have time for that. Yeah, I yeah. got time to look at stats, see how good my team is making is doing. Con- controlled and programmed. <laughs> controlled and programmed completely. Yeah. We we don't wake up till we detox. Yeah. You ever wonder why God, folks, told Abraham go into the desert, go into the wilderness, get away from your society, get away from your family, mm. you separate out, and you go, to, you go, you spend some time in the wilderness, Abraham. Why do you think God did that? It's called detoxification, folks. He was detoxing Abraham's brain and his spirit from all of the crap that he grew up with. Mm. Christ. Himself, Jesus Christ himself, 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness. Why? He needed needed to prep himself for what's coming. Yeah. Paul, after his conversion, what did he do? He went into the wilderness and spent, spent some time detoxing his mind and his spirit and resetting it. Mm. As a new creature in Christ. Renewing his mind, as the scripture says, as he wrote in one of his epistles. Renewing the mind. We're not renewing our minds. We're feeding our minds garbage every day. Pumped to us from the world. Dictating to us. And, and, and folks, you know, I don't think people understand what's happening. Oh, I don't let that affect me. It affects you. It affects you on a subconscious level. It affects you psycho- psychologically. It mm-hmm. affects you. And you don't even and most people don't even get it. They don't realize what the heck's happening to them. Yeah. Turn that. If you're serious about your Christianity, start revolutionizing your your life. Become weird. Okay? Uh, to society. And what does the scripture describe us as uh, peculiar people? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We need to be a whole lot more peculiar. Yep. We can't be like the world. We can't think like the world. And we can't let the world push us around. I used to command my beat. I used to tell my trainees... You're the authority, and you need to abide by the Constitution, and you need to do things the right way according to policy, according to law. You need to do it the right way, but at the same time, you don't let anybody run over you because this is your kingdom, and you run your kingdom. Hmm. I had to detox their brain from passivity that they've been taught all their life because in school, they've been taught you don't fight, you don't. You don't stand up for yourself. You don't do it. I had to train my, to teach my trainees in the police department. No, 
all those people that you see out here looking at us as we're in the patrol cars or we're out walking around, they're depending on you mm. to respond and get the job done and take control of the scene when they need you. You take charge. You know what it, cops have to do to take charge? They have to be contrary. They have to be weird to society. <laughs> and they, you know, they got to be willing that uh, society's going to hate them a little bit. Why? Because society doesn't like them taking charge. But if you don't take charge, you, you're not able to adequately protect to, to protect the people you're supposed to protect and to catch the people and take them to jail that you're supposed to catch. Yeah. you got to be in control. Well, folks, be in control of your own family. You don't let the world tell your family how they're supposed to live, what they're supposed to think, what they're supposed to do. Don't let your boss tell you you got to be at the pride parade. Tell your boss to pound sand. <laughs> Yep. Every year, all the police, you know, the police departments would march in the pride parade. Yeah. And I told them every year, I won't be there. Good. You know? Yeah. Was there any retaliation or? Nope. Oh, they good, couldn't. Good. They can't. They, legally, they can't. Yeah. They can't retaliate. There was a court case that came out of that with firefighters here in San Diego. Uh huh. And they were commanded by, I think it was a captain or somebody up. Uh, pretty high up in the, I think it was an assistant chief in the San Diego Fire Department, mm. said, no, that's, it's mandatory. If your engine is going to be in that parade, you have to be on that engine in that parade. And they were Christians, and they said, no, we're not. Yeah. So they tried to fire them. Mm. They, sued, they sued the fire department. The fire department lost. And uh, they got their jobs back, and uh, with back pay, and, the, and now all the public agencies, the police departments, fire departments, now they know yeah. if, if there's a, uh, you know, a moral objection mm -hmm. to something like that, they have to back off. Yeah. So make your moral objections, folks. Got to stand up for the truth, man. We better... We're going to lose everything. It's, uh, yeah. It, and, mean, and, it's... And, and Trump returning, and he will return, and I believe it's going to be before the end of this year. Mm. Him returning means nothing if we lose our own integrity. Oh, yeah, for sure. means absolutely nothing. Oh, Trump's back. Oh, wonderful. No, not wonderful. Where is your head and your heart? You think Trump is a one-man band? He can do everything by himself? Trump's not the savior. This is what Michael Flynn has been trying to tell us. The general, right? General Michael Flynn. He's been telling everybody, you stand up. You fight at your local level. You go to your council meetings. Mm -hmm. You voice your, your thoughts. You fight for what's right. And stop waiting for Trump. Yeah. yeah. And as Christians, I mean... Exactly. We, we, we're not waiting. We should not be waiting for a man. No. We have God on our side. We have his written word. We stand up and we right. fight. 
we stand up, we proclaim the gospel, we stand up, we stand on the truth, and we not, we're not swayed to and fro right. you know, by everything that is t- thrown at us. And if your pastor won't stand up and be the man of God he's called to be, then you stand up and be the man of God. Well, I'm just a, a man in the pulpit. Just a man in the pulpit? No, you, you are a king of, you're an ambassador of Christ. You're a king in his kingdom. Stand yeah. up and do what's right. And if that pastor won't do what's right, you do it in his stead. Amen. Amen. <sighs> that was good. That was good. Remember where we were, what was it, a podcast or two ago? We were we read that article in regards to uh, California lawsuits regarding churches now suing California. Yeah. And uh, a California church was awarded a few million. Yes. Judge came out. We, we even said it then, huh, this is going to be a, a, hopefully a trail that other churches are going to follow and start standing up. Right. <clears throat> right here, brother. Nevada to pay church 175000 following lawsuit over COVID-19 worship restrictions. Here it comes. <laughs> the state of Nevada has agreed to pay a church on identify illegal fees after placing restrictions on houses of worship during the COVID-19 pandemic. According to the Christian Post, the Nevada Board of Examiners unanimously approved a request from the Office of the Attorney General to pay Calvary, Calvary Chapel, Dayton Valley, 175000 as the result of a tort claim. Susan Brown, chief of the board, explained that the payment was to comply with the consent decree in this case that requires the state of Nevada to pay a reasonable attorney's fees, adding that the cause will come out of the tort claim found or fund. So I guess it started in May 2020. They filed a lawsuit because of the um, restrictions put on them by, right. and right. they decided to go ahead and let's sue them. And this is just a tur- you know, attorney's fees. Right. They're not even going for the for the jugular where it's like, yeah, we're gonna sue you for a few million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and it's expensive. It is lawsuits. But here's the thing, they did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And they stood up and they fought. Yeah. Because those mandates were illegal. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have a divine right of kings anymore. Mm-hmm. That ended with the Magna Carta. Mm-hmm. That's right. But what is what are health departments all across the country, governors, mayors, all the country doing? Divine right of kings. Mm. Well, it was an emergency situation for a year and a half. I don't think so, there, Sherlock. <laughs> and folks, that's why you have to talk to them too. You, you got to get under their skin. You really do. You got to make them uncomfortable. You got to make them nervous. You got to make them scared of you. This is the psychological war that we're in. We got to learn how to play it. Because they're not going to be nice to us. And being nice is not a biblical principle anyway. There's no 11 commandment. Is that what you're saying? Thou shalt shalt be be nice. nice. No, it's not there. Only Southern Baptists have that, <laughs> but but uh, you know, it's we got we got to start fighting and getting and getting straight, straight with these people. Yeah, yeah, you know, 
And you know, it's good that the churches are doing this. They're standing up for. Better That's stand right. up. And, and you know, it, it, yeah, it better stand up. I mean, we we have to. We need to. You know, we read in Jude. You know, we make a defense of the truth. And in Jude, the way that it is described in that time period, it was like wrestling, like two men, two warriors going at it. Yeah. That's what it meant by wrestling, you know, getting in there and defending the truth. Right. It wasn't this, thou shalt be nice while doing a defense, of, you know, of the truth that, yeah. that is in you. <laughs> yeah, let them, get, let them do all kinds of evil and do all kinds of horrible, nasty, mean, nasty things. It's it's okay as long as you're nice. Yeah, right, right. Wrong. <laughs> God's not nice when he comes, when he brings his judgment and vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. And when his wrath comes, he's not nice. Paul wasn't always nice. Right. The Lord right. wasn't nice to the Pharisees. John the Baptist, he was just as hard on the Pharisees as Christ was when he called them out. Yeah. Elijah wasn't nice. Right? I mean, we can go down the list. Nice is not a virtue. But what what do we get from the one-eyed monster? Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Don't offend people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're just being mean and nasty yeah. when you tell <laughs> homosexuals they can't me. marry. That's, my man, Vody Bakum, puts it as he can best yeah. describe it. He said, a, a Bible-believing Christian... He said, it's like when you're going to war, and you have the armor, the breastplate, everything, and you're going against your opponent, and instead of reaching for your sword, it just, you wait, and you go, excuse me, you know what, I'm going to try, you know, and convince you that uh, why we shouldn't be really be fighting. You know, let me give you a lesson on uh, uh, metallurgy so I can tell you about my stuff right. that I have on. And it's like, no, you take that sword and you cut him. Yeah. There's there's no, that, that's not what it meant to wrestle. That's what it means. We got to get in there. And then when you're well equipped with the gospel, you're well equipped with God's word, you don't, you really are not doing the cutting. Right. The Word of God is doing the cutting for you. Vody understands these principles because he grew up on the streets. Yeah. South Central L.A. <laughs> yeah, South Central ain't no joke. I didn't no joke at all. South Central's a war zone. Yeah. He grew up in South Central and became what he became. That's a, I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, his testimony is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the work of God in his life. Oh. So, yeah, he knows that concept. I mean, he tells Christians, no. Get equipped in the gospel. Mm-hmm. Just all you need, God's word. Just say say what the book says. <laughs> That's it. Just say what the book says. Right. Right. Yeah. We don't need permission. Yeah. To believe God from any man or yeah. any man-made authority or any man-made-up uh, societal norm. Yeah. No. We're going to judge angels. We better start learning how to judge men. Amen. Amen. And, oh, Amen. Thou, thou shalt not judge. Don't judge lest you be judged. Yeah. Okay, if that's only, if, if that John 3.16 is the only thing you know about your Bible, you might as well just end it all now and just go home to heaven. Yeah. You know, or if, if, yeah. And hopefully you will go home to heaven. 
<laughs> Holy cow. Brother, it's like when you, you get, know, when you get a pastor that's going to preach, his sermon is about morality, and he's talking about same-sex marriages and how what the Bible says about it. But before he even gets to his point, to his argument, to the explanation of Scripture, he spent his first ten minutes... Of the introduction, apologizing, apologizing for that, what he's well, let me tell say. you, yeah. I, you know, I don't hate gay people. I don't. It's like, no, just say, just it. say what the book says. Just put it out there and stop apologizing. Just say much. I'm just a messenger. This is what it says. <laughs> this is First uh, Corinthians two fourteen. But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. So you're not going to convince them of anything, folks. Mm. Uh, neither can he know them because they're spiritually discerned. Mm. But he that is spiritual judges all things. You better start judging because the Bible commands that you judge. Yeah. Right there. Yet he himself is judged of no man. Why? Because he has the mind of Christ. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Okay, that's scripture, folks. Mm. Now, if your system is shocked and you're going into, um, you know, DTs, shaking and stuff, and you need to call the paramedics because I read that and it's shocking your system, maybe you need to go through a 30-day detox system and detox your brain from all the garbage that's in it. <laughs> I'm just trying to be nice, brother. I, I, I was going to say, bro, I, 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 were you trying to be nice? I was just trying to be nice. You know, are you trying to avoid? Next time I'll say what I really mean. <laughs> wow, brother. It was, uh, we went through a lot there. A lot of material, a lot of news that we, which I told you, we there's a lot we got to cover on this yeah. one. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that, I think that ending with that verse is just, it's perfect to end it that way because we need to challenge, encourage, challenge, yes. and, yep. and, and you know, the body of Christ. Right. Um, because it's time for the church to stand on the ground with the truth of God's word mm-hmm. and do not move, just stay right. there. Right. Continue preaching the gospel, continue to make the arguments from scripture. Don't right. worry about what the public perception is going to be about you hey they hated christ they crucified christ what makes us believe that they're gonna like us they're not gonna like us and trying to get them yeah get over that just get over it trying to get them to like us is the wrong road to travel down okay <laughs> they'll like you when god converts them okay <laughs> That's when they'll like you. <laughs> I mean, it's true, right? It's very true. And if, until God converts true. them, they're going to hate your guts. Yeah. Just deal with it. Yeah. That's life. That's yeah. just how it is. Yeah. Our, reward, our reward is not even here. Our reward no. is, you know, eternity. Just, right. Come on. So stop trying <laughs> to get everybody to like you. Stop, we need to stop being people pleasers and start become God pleasers, okay? Good, Good one. Yes. There you go. Other than that, you got <laughs> nothing else to say, I'm assuming. <laughs>
No, I need to get some sleep. I got to go to work. My man's got to go to work. So, Brian, thank yeah. you very much. You bless those brother. I always yeah. appreciate your thoughts, and uh, I always appreciate you reeling back the podcast to a biblical ending, which is you know what we always encourage, and we mm-hmm. challenge everyone. Hey, don't take our word for it. Go to scripture, research, study, study hard. Studying the Word of God is not easy. A lot of people think it's real easy just to, oh, I'm just a convert, uh, you know, I'm good. No. <laughs> Find out who you are. That's the principle of theology. We don't know who we are, and we don't know who God is. So we need to find out who God is and who we are. Yeah, that should take about 30 days of detoxing to figure that one out. Just 30 days, are you sure? Well, that's, that's just to get started. Oh, to, yeah, make yeah. good point. It's phase good one. Point. I'm 46, bro, and I'm still... <laughs> Detoxing. <laughs> Detox restaurant lives. That's how bad it is. Yeah. You can't yeah. drive down the freeway without seeing some stupid uh, billboard that's just like, oh crap. Really? They had to, they had to put that yeah, up there. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. It's all over the place. It's right. All over. It's like, leave me alone. Good stuff. You know? Yeah. Good stuff, brother. Other than that, man, close us out. All right. Well, we appreciate every, everybody that uh, continue to promote the the podcast. Amen. Because, That's right. Um, uh, people need to hear this message, and not everybody's putting this message out. Some are. Just thinking is really good. There's a few others that are really good with this. But uh, the ones that are putting this kind of a message out, that's what you need to promote and listen to and uh, recommend to other people. And uh, so let's promote this. And um, not to, prom- to promote, promote uh, Beef and I, that's not what it's about. It's about promoting the message. Promoting what God put in His book, in His Word, which is given by inspiration. You know, and that we're to study, to, to show ourselves a man approved unto God, right? So let's do that. Remember to keep your mind sharp and your heart pure and we'll see you next podcast catch you on the flip side you have been listening to the vortex apologetic podcast hey there ladies and gentlemen we want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the vortex apologetic podcast it's a blessing to have you we hope that you continue to enjoy the future episodes and to tune in and share away with others that might be interested Uh, I wanted to thank our families for supporting us, especially our wives that uh, they put up with us. They allow us to have time to study and spend time uh, in the Word of God. And uh, in return, they help us as well and they keep us accountable. It's a blessing to have them in our lives. So we want to especially thank them. I also want to thank uh, our church, uh, friends, and uh, the men's study that we have that we continue to be encouraged about. I want to thank all these people because they support us and pray for us, and uh, it's a blessing to have them in our life. Other than that, I hope you continue to enjoy the Vortex Apologetic Podcast. Uh, we will talk to you soon. More episodes to come your way. Other than that, I'm out. We're out. God bless you. Stay